Good afternoon and welcome to this edition of the 21 News Podcast. I'm Managing Editor Justin Mitchell and it's nearly Halloween. So we're getting into the spirit the best way I know how. We're talking about Rocky Horror. So with us today is Joe Ascenti, the Artistic Director with the Millennial Theatre Company, who will be bringing their version of the iconic, campy, rock and roll cult classic to the B&O this weekend. Joe, thanks for being with us. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. So, Joe, start off. Let's, I guess, let's first of all just assume that most of the people who are listening to this are probably already Rocky Horror fans. And you know as well as I do that a Rocky Horror fan is, is not a passing fan. Yes. <laughs> They're a fanatic. These performances are like rituals, they're like rites of passage. So let's start off for the diehards. What can a diehard Rocky Horror fan expect from this performance? Well, so I think this is a really unique version of the Rocky Horror Show that you're going to see at the B&O. So rather than a shadow cast where the actors perform in front of the movie or a typical version of the show where the actors are on stage, we have in this show transformed the B&O station in its entirety into Frankenberger's castle. So. From the moment you walk in, our chorus members will greet you um, and they will escort you to your seat. And from there, the action takes place all around you 360 throughout the entire production. So rather than the actors being further removed from you on stage, they might be standing right next to you. So Brad and Janet might be two, two inches from you while you're squirting them in the face with squirt guns. So you could argue that this is like immersive, sort of don't dream it, be it. Yeah. <laughs> right? Exactly. So, exactly. So for the uninitiated, what should they know about the show? Uh, oh, where to start? Um, <laughs> so the plot of the show is that Brad and Janet, um, two, uh, two individuals on their way home from a wedding, get a flat tire, um, and they end up asking for help at the home of Dr. Frankenfurter. Um, and a night of shenanigans ensues from there. Um, without giving away too much of the plot. Um, but part of the wonderful thing about Rocky Horror is as entertaining as the show itself is, the experience of being there, I think, is the best part. Um, so you have the opportunity to, um, if you're a what we call a Rocky Horror virgin, um, you have the opportunity to participate in our virgin sacrifices at the start of the show, um, where we'll kind of get you into the spirit of what Rocky Horror is all about. Um, and then from there, we also sell prop bags at the door for $10, where you can throw all kinds of things at the actors during the show. Um, so things like toilet paper and there's squirt guns and playing cards and bells and all kinds of fun stuff to throw. Um, and then uh, you also have the opportunity to yell things back at Brad and Janet and the rest of the characters throughout the show. Um, so it's really something incredibly unique and in and of itself amazing. Um, it's something you're not going to see on a regular night at the theater. Is this the first time you guys have put this on or have you done this in years past? This is the second time. The first time we staged it was in 2018 at the New York Performing Arts Center. Okay. Now tell me about the history of the Millennial Theater Company. How, how long has the company been around and what, what sets you guys apart? Because you're a little different from some other theater troops. Yes. So um, we were founded in 2016. Um, the uh, original group of us who started this organization were just looking for a way to get younger people involved in the higher aspects of the community theater process. So directing, writing, producing, choreographing, music directing. 
Um, and from there, it's kind of blown up beyond anything any of us could have ever dreamed of um, to, you know, we've been going now for, I think this is our sixth season. Um, so we've done everything from cult classic musicals like Rocky Horror or Carrie the Musical, um, all the way to family-friendly musicals like Shrek the Musical or The Little Mermaid. Uh, we have something for everyone, but um, our goal is to focus on programming that's relevant to and engaging for um, the millennial generation and getting the next generation of artists involved in the theatrical production process. Um, to talk about the cast. Are there any, you know, you want to sort of give a shout out to who's playing who and, and, and where, where we may have seen them or if this is their first time out or any any little stories like that about getting ready for the show? Yeah, so um, we have a lot of returners in this show, um, people who've done shows with us prior. Um, our lead, Dr. Frankenfurter, played by Ty Haynes, um, first came to us in our production of Chicago the Musical as Mary Sunshine. Um, and then he was last seen with us at um, Shrek the Musical playing Lord Farquaad. Um, he's a professional actor um, who we're lucky to be able to bring in to do some of our shows um, when he's available. Um, we also have some other uh, new folks to the stage, um, such as Lynn Oley, who is playing Janet Weiss in the show. Um, she's someone who has done tons of community theater locally with the Rust Belt Theater Company, um, along with Opera Western Reserve. Um, and this is her first time with us. So it's a really great blend of um, all the different theaters coming together. Um, it's it's a lot of people from different groups that maybe you haven't seen all perform together in this way. We've got people from as far as Cleveland and Columbiana coming in together to do the show. I mean, I got to tell you, I'm really excited. My wife and I are, are most likely going to be there on Friday. I mean, I'm, you know, Rocky Horror fan from back in, you know, when I was in high school. And so we're going back a, <laughs> a few years, we'll say. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I mean, enough so that, I mean, this podcast, usually I do these. I've talked to senatorial candidates. I've talked to cabinet members. I've talked to sitting members of Congress. And this is the one I'm excited to be talking about. <laughs> I'm sitting here trying to every, every as we talk about character names, and I got songs going through my head, and I'm going, "Well, don't start singing. You don't own the copyright." You know. <laughs> um, we're all excited to get back to live performances. Um, there, for anybody who's a little skittish still, um, what sort of COVID precautions do you do you have in place? So um, our entire cast is vaccinated. Um, we've been vaccinated since day one. So um, those are the only people who will be in the room without their masks on um, since they're performing. We are requiring masks for all of our audience members. Um, so we're hoping between those two precautions that we're covering all of our bases here. Um, we've kept COVID safety um, our number one priority since the beginning of this pandemic. Um, we closed our show one day before opening night um, back in March of 2020 um, to ensure everyone's safety. And we're not about to start letting up on that. Now. So um, it's it's gonna be a safe and fun night of theater. At the and so the masks, that's regardless of vaccination status, correct? I mean, you're not, yeah. yes, yeah. On the plus side, if people wanna show up in costume, I mean, Frankenfurter wears a mask in some scenes, you know? Exactly, Just I mean, exactly. Throw on the surgical gear and it'll be, <laughs> part of the whole thing you know? exactly that that's in our pre-show announcement masks are required in the laboratory <laughs> um now uh let's go over the basics you know how many shows there are what times they are how much are tickets where you get them all that sure so um tickets are available at millennialtheater.org they're 20 dollars a piece um we have performances starting this thursday um which is the 21st um we have a seven o'clock on the 21st seven o'clock on the 22nd seven o'clock on the 23rd as well as two special midnight performances 
on the 22nd, so that's Friday, and then Saturday the 23rd as well. Um, all right. Um, any, anything else you want to kind of go over here? Anything I'm missing? I want to make sure we get all the info out there for everybody, because like I say, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. What's capacity? I mean, is this a small room, big room? Are they going to sell out? Um, it's uh, some of our performances were were well over um, 50% capacity already with just pre-sales and we generally get quite a few walk-ups. So um, our best availability right now are the midnight performances and Thursday night. Um, Friday and Saturday are both close to about 75% sold out already. Um, we have about a 200 um, person seating capacity for the performances. Excellent. Well, well, Joe, I'm excited. Um, I can't wait to see it myself and uh, hopefully everybody comes out it sounds like it's going to be it's going to be great it's going to be safe it's uh it's going to be <laughs> it, it's going to be absolute pleasure yes yes shivering right. with anticipation over there <laughs> oh you did it wrong let's do that again do it again you're shivering with and patient patient there we go, there we go. <laughs> thank you very much joe i appreciate you being with me thank you so much for having me thanks bye Bye.